Alright, we're back for another episode of uh, Life is Raw Episode 2 The official Episode 2 Man, I'm excited I've had a couple of people already ask me So when is the second episode dropping? I don't know about you Uh, Nah, that's not I've I've been busy, bro Like, I've been busy with with the other podcast And then with the other podcast And I'm not gonna lie I like it But it gets a little tough Coming up with how many, uh, how many episodes you got going on yours already? Uh, on mine's just two, two. Yeah, my, on my personal one, just two, and then on the sports one, um, I think we're we just recorded episode twenty one. Damn, yeah, that's dope. Um, but yeah, uh, today we have another episode, a um, couple of new topics that we we thought about, and we think they're interesting ones. Um, just because of the whole craziness that's going on out there, man. It's uh, what should we what should we name this episode? Um, COVID craziness. COVID craziness. That sounds good to me. COVID craziness. Uh, so yeah, uh, this is uh, Giovanni talking to you, uh, and then the co-host uh, Daniel, aka Saldana, aka Pablo. So yeah, man. Um, we decided to get some topics going on here, and uh, you want to start off with yours or? What's up? Um, sure. Um, well, let's go ahead and uh, jump into that. Um, obviously, we all, everybody knows that last Friday, the world, um, not really the, well, I guess like the yeah, the social, the anti-socialness ended and uh, restaurants reopened. Uh, Theaters supposedly are supposed to reopen. Uh, they were on the list. I'm interested to see how that works. Yeah, theaters. I uh, heard museums, churches, pretty much everything except the bars. Yeah, I think uh, bars. I think they're in two weeks. Uh, entertainment places like uh, bowling alleys and stuff like that are still closed, and I forgot what else. Yeah, but I think I think those, I think I read that those will reopen on on the 18th, I believe. Okay. That's crazy. I, I still don't feel safe. I f- it feels a little too fast. Um, I was talking to a friend and I was like, th- he asked me like, what do you th- what do you think? Like, do you think it's it's uh, everything's? Do you think that the timing is right or or like it's happening too quick? And I told him like, I feel like it's two weeks, too quick. I feel like we still need that little extra buffer of two weeks, even though the numbers that like they they're showing right now feel kind of crazy because they went from like just a couple of hundred to like yesterday for this week this weekend i think we had the highest numbers yeah like 230 something every day we just kept getting more and then more and then more like we're trying to prove a point of but i I feel like uh the main reason why the numbers are up because now we're actually prepared to test people uh before when it all started there was no test there was no testing facilities so everybody was just like slowly test getting tested the people that wanted to get tested didn't have the chance to get like didn't have the option to get tested no yeah i mean i know a couple of people that were around some uh people that kind of like got sick off of it and they were able to go get tested and everything i was like oh that's crazy like i even asked like where do you even go because you know you never know uh if yeah. you, you yourself need to go get checked out but yeah like i'm excited in a weird way me and uh, me and my wife we've been going to parks mm-hmm. uh we've been wearing masks though it's just because like she works from home all day so 
I'm, I definitely like understand that if she feels cooped up. So we've been going to the parks recently. And the parks are cool though. I'm, yeah, I've been going to the parks. Uh, I think the whole time. I just hate that I have allergies, man. My allergies have been. Yeah, al- allergies suck for people that um, get cooked up, and then once you get out, even right now, bam. like I'm like, oh, my nose is bothering me. <laughs> are you taking any medication for it? Yeah, I'm. I'm taking a uh, Claritin. Uh, but I took it last night, so it's kind of like starting to wear off now. It's crazy. Imagine what if, talking about allergies, what if, did you hear about the the coronavirus now trans, like it's, it it uh it travels a lot further and now supposedly pollution could carry the virus with it. I wouldn't be surprised because the way that it attaches to, um, to molecules, like I wouldn't be surprised if it's able to do that. I mean. Uh, yeah, I was reading upon that and I was like, so that means that places that are highly polluted they're screwed yeah like i'm i'm pretty sure like california is going to be one of the places where if if that type of uh scenario is true like i wouldn't be surprised if uh pollution kind of like affects people but i mean luckily we have the ability to know like what's our worst polluted days so hopefully like if you know that is something that is true like people can look ahead and be like oh you know this is going to be uh uh, like a really bad day for pollution or just air quality. I think it, they call it air quality. Is right? May is May like the? I'm not the, sure cause for allergies. I th- usually it starts like a couple of weeks before like actual spring happens. Oh, okay, okay. So me like when my allergies ha- started happening like a couple of months ago, like it was a couple of weeks before um, allergy sh- uh, oh. spring season started to pop up, hmm. and it was bad. And then it's it's like waves. Usually, like right after it rains, that's when it's bad for me. Because um, usually, like there's there's been wind and everything, so everything gets kicked up. Yeah. So, or like it's it sticks onto like stuff, and then if there's wind or anything, yeah. So like if there's wind or anything, like it it just picks it up and. Dude, imagine gets now, me. freaking uh, allergies. People come outside; they have to sneeze and cough or whatever because of allergies and. People are just going to start thinking they have corona. Well, I mean, that's why you got to wear a mask, dude, because um, at least the mask is... So, from my understanding now with the mask is that it's not really to protect yourself from other people, but it mostly for... Um, to prevent spreading. Yeah, to prevent spreading. Yeah. So, for me, like, that's why it makes sense, like, if oh, you yeah. need to sneeze or if you need to cough, like, and you can't, for whatever reason, cover yourself. Like Right now, especially especially with people going back into the world, especially going into public places, being around other people, everybody should be wearing a mask. I think that's that's one thing that they should make mandatory. Dude, people aren't going to aren't gonna follow it. Trust me, because like, I, I work in a place where it's literally mandatory to wear a mask to walk into the job site. And halfway through the day, majority of the people have, like, their mask, like, half off or completely off. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, like, I get it. I, Me, myself, personally, I'm like, I wish I didn't have to wear this because it bothers me, dude. Like, it sucks having to wear yeah. the mask all yeah, day. Definitely. But I'm like, yeah, I really got to think, think about other people because this is serious. Like, there's a couple of people now that have had either friends or um, family members, like, already gotten it at work, you know, and they're like, um, one of the, one of the co-workers, he was like, my dad wasn't taking this serious, you know, and then one of his friends got it, and now he's really like, all like, no, go with it, you know, like, cover yourself, and I'm like, that's something you should have been doing from like, yeah, the beginning of it, 
Like at first at work, I felt kind of weird because I was the only one wearing a mask. Like I felt kind of judged because um, when I when I returned after like taking a couple of days off yeah. when everything was like picking up, um, I I went back and I was the only one with a mask and everybody was like looking at me like all crazy, and then they made it mandatory at the work to wear a mask. So, like, but still, I think people aren't going to take it serious. Do you think this whole uh, phase one is going to last long? I think if cases don't go down, which they sort of aren't, but I keep hearing that this is supposed to happen because yeah. we're we're uh, getting close to the to our peak cases. Yeah. Um, but I don't think like if people keep not taking this serious, I think we might like take two steps back and end up being like stayed at home again i believe look this is this is my uh my i guess my expectation well not expectation but uh this is what i believe is going to happen um people are not going to take this seriously mm-hmm. we're going to go from uh phase one to phase two and it's going to keep increasing to the point where we're going to lose a lot of people Well, the numbers have changed in uh, the amount of people that they thought. So, I don't know if you remember, at first they were like, well, we're predicting uh, from 100,000 to 200,000 people dying. Mm -hmm. And then once the, like, stay-at-homes across the country started kicking in, it went down, okay, now our projected numbers are uh, 60,000. And now that states are opening back up, the projection of deaths have like again risen up to a hundred thousand. They're not a hundred to two hundred. It's not now like ninety thousand to a hundred thousand. There's some limit around there. Right. And I'm like, like seriously, like I know that people have to go back. I know that people are like, people want to go to work. Mm-hmm. People want to be able to provide, you know, for their family or for whatever reason. But I still think that. I told someone, I told someone this, um, this whole thing is a numbers game. It's a numbers and a time game. Yeah. You got to know how to play the numbers right and you got to know how to play the timing right. If if either of those two things don't line up, like this thing could increase rapidly. And uh, hopefully, hopefully uh, it doesn't. Uh, hopefully here in Texas, um, it is how they say that we're reaching... Uh, critical mass and it's going to start declining but who knows man texas i want to say that we didn't have that many people infected to begin with so um i think our numbers will stay i guess kind of even and i guess plateau and then completely hopefully go down but i mean compared to other states i think uh from the last thing that i saw we had at least close to thirty thousand. I think um, we we're like number ten on the list in t- in the U.S. But I mean, compared to, we're way low compared to bigger cities. Yeah, yeah. And I I kind of had said this like I think we're still one of the states better off um, into the way that we can treat people if we need them to be treated and all that. Yeah. Um, like the Kaylee B. Kaylee B. Hutchin, uh, the conference center in downtown uh-huh. i remember they converted that into an emergency um like setup and i think recently they had to take it down because it wasn't really being utilized the way that they, they thought it was gonna be yeah yeah i mean 
you got to prepare for the worst no, in I think, that type of situation. I think Texas has always been prepared, not only because we have a lot of hospitals, we have a lot of schools that specialize in uh, uh, medicine yeah. and healthcare, and I mean, that puts us ahead. Um, the one thing I wanted to say is, do you feel like people, the whole time they were in quarantine, do you feel like they forgot how to act in public? In a way, yes, because you have that desperation of wanting to get out and wanting to be in a different uh, environment uh, from from your house Dude, or from I've, home. I freaking seen. Obviously, I go out every day. I'm not I'm not going out and socializing with people and hanging out and partying. I go out because I have to run errands and do stuff. Um, and I do a lot of driving. I want to say I've seen about three to four accidents every day. Really? Yeah. I've yeah. seen like almost one flipped car every day. Damn. Yeah. I know. So we noticed this when um, so me and Shayla have gone somewhere, you know, to either to the store or to um, like whatever. We've seen people drive like crazy. Like the yeah. amount of people driving crazy increased like so much. It was it's kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I want to say everywhere I'm going, I see one. I'm not, I don't want to call people idiots, but I've seen one or two idiots cutting people off at the point of almost hitting somebody. Yeah, dude, that's crazy. Like we're barely getting, we're barely allowed to go out, and you're gonna go out and you know probably kill yourself or kill somebody else. People don't know come, how to act, man. Come on, man. Like, and uh, that's that's my thing. Like, we've been giving this opportunity to. Uh, somewhat to go back to normal right to a limited extent and people aren't acting the way that they should be you know behaving themselves it's like if you go somewhere you know wear a mask if you're gonna go into let's say when i've gone to like gas stations close to uh, my job site ain't nobody that goes into the gas stations wearing a mask you know Yeah. And that's one of the places where a lot of people come in, in and out at a constant pace. So just like, yeah. what does it hurt to throw on a mask for the five minutes that you're going to be there? Yeah. You know? Texas, we're at uh, 32,000 cases and 899 deaths up yeah. to right now. That's the, the, the number of cases is the number of um, deaths they had in New York. Damn. Almost. Uh, New York is at 24,999. Yeah. And uh, so, I mean, I'm not going to say we're at a good, we're in a good place. I mean, we're... I mean, we've always been in a good place. And it's kind of hard to admit it, or it's kind of hard to talk about it in that yeah. uh, context. Because it's still a sickness and people are getting sick and so and people are dying. But yeah. like, to be able to say that we're at least in a, in a good place. And it kind of sucks because... When people outside of the state, like I've been listening to a lot of podcasts and a lot of um, like shows that have been talking about this subject, they kind of like look at, look down upon us and like, mm. you guys are stupid. And I'm kind of like, well, if you really look at the numbers from our state, we've been in a good position for like a really long while. Yeah. And yes, there was a period of point where like cases were kind of like dropping off. And I guess that's why they felt a little bit okay with um, saying... Um, All right, let's start reopening. And that's mostly because uh, state-wise, there's really been a drop of cases. Yeah. Um, but regionally, like in 
Houston and Dallas, it's still like high numbers. Oh yeah. So those cities are still like, and of course you're always going to see like higher numbers in a bigger city. So that's why we're still seeing those high numbers here in Dallas and Houston. Really in Houston, uh, those numbers are. I don't know if you've, if you've seen those, but I'm like, damn. And um, but yeah, dude. Do you, do you think that uh, the reason why they opened up the the economy again, I guess, like took down the lockdown, was mainly just to get the economy rolling, and I guess to protect, um, not to protect, I guess to save the bigger business. Uh, this this is where I'm going into my conspiracy theories. Uh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that? I mean, obviously, we're not prepared to uh, reopen as you know, as as a as a social country. I want to say the economy could have been saved just by uh, keeping the businesses that were uh, antisocial or you know, like curbside. Mm-hmm. There's no really, there's no need for you to sit down in a restaurant at this moment. No, there's no need for you to go and sit down in a in a movie theater or go to a museum. People that are like kids that are begging to go, like college kids or high school kids that are begging to go back to to school that 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 miss prom and are gonna miss their graduation. I mean that sucks. I'm it not gonna, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. That does suck. Yeah. Um. But will skipping will missing out on your graduation really be worth risking a lot of people's grandparents? I don't, that, I don't. That's that's to me that's kind of asinine to yeah to want something so bad. I mean I get it. I mean the NFL draft was online this year. I'm pretty sure that could work also for graduations. I mean, I, there's been a lot of schools and a lot of districts that have been trying to work around that. Uh, I know of a district here in uh, in uh, in Dallas that the way that they started presenting their um, students that have been graduating is uh, putting their pictures on like uh, big screens in like stadiums or wherever they can, like, you know, like celebrating their students, you know, like throughout the day, they'll show their pictures and, you know, congratulating them and showing their achievements and everything like that. And I'm like, yo, that's, that's, that's dope, you know, because you can't celebrate them in the traditional way of their graduation, but at least you can, you know, present them to the community, to the people. You know, and and say like, hey, the, these are the these are the kids that are graduating, and give them at least a little a little um, spotlight. Yeah. Which I mean, that's what your graduation is. It's it's a spotlight for your achievements, and I think that that's dope. I've kept hearing about of um, virtual proms. Yeah, you know, like that that's cool. You know, if if there's um, you can have like your own little date at at your place if if you know if they're not sick or anything like that or they've been quarantined and. You know, you trust them, and you can have your own little virtual prom at your house, and, you know, I think that's dope. But there's always going to be people that are going to take it to the next level where they have a party at their house. Yeah, I feel like people still don't get the point that we're we're not experiencing, well, we're living a world pandemic. Yeah. Like, literally, like, this is something that's worldwide, like. We're not the only ones. You're not the only one going through this. There's people all over the world going through this. And it is what it is. Yeah, I think it's it's difficult because as Americans, I feel like we have a... 
a very um, vague. No, a very selfish view of the world. Like everything is very much. If it isn't us, we're selfish. Or if it isn't me, it doesn't bother me. Type of situation, yeah, you know. We're. I want to say yeah. I think Americans are want some of the most selfish people. I mean, I'm. Uh, I don't consider myself an American, but I am. I live in this country, and you're, you're I, American. I, I do. Ex- uh, one say, when I think of America, I don't think just yeah, yeah U.S. I'm, I mean, like yeah, like uh, well, I'm meaning U.S. Okay, people in Mexico, dude, like they've been broke, and <laughs> and right now they're experiencing extra like brokenness. People in the hood that've been broke. Uh, right now, they're. I mean, you just gotta hustle different ways. Um, and businesses that are reopening and doing stuff and you know trying to make it, it's okay. But the people, I feel like us as the people that don't need to go out to restaurants, I want to. Trust me, I miss sitting down and ordering. I miss tipping people. Uh, I miss go- being able to go to a bar, hanging out. But I feel like it's still still way too soon. No, it is, and eventually we're gonna get there again. It's just, it, it's just time, man. Like people are so desperate to go back to do whatever they they were doing before, but they gotta know that right now is it. It's the time to like just be patient and like we we've lived in a society where it um uh what is it called uh, satisfaction is uh, instant. Yeah, and right now that. You know, you can't, you can't do this. You can't do that. People feel like, well, why can't I do it? I mean, I've been able. It's like, well, you gotta understand what's happening. And I feel like uh, the government, well, the real uh, money people that control the government, know that about Americans. They're like, they. It's not that they want to go back to work. They want to go back to making money so they could spend it. Yep. So they're like, we have to open these restaurants. We have to open the theaters. We have to open the bars. We have to open the barbershops because they want to be able to make money so they could spend it. Yeah, I mean, there's there's definitely certain companies who are kind of like scrum, scrambling into like figuring out this whole uh, situation. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, people have to be wise into what they what they decide and where they put their money at right now. Because if if you keep going to the what is uh, to the I, w- I want to say mainstream uh, locations, um, food places or stores, you know, you're just you're just giving money to someone that already has money. But if you start going to like smaller businesses that are really struggling right now. Like, that, for me, kind of makes a little bit more sense than going to, like, you know, uh, McDonald's or whatever. But it's kind of hard to not go to those places because they're very... Convenient. Convenient. They're everywhere. Yeah. But I've been trying a little bit to put my money into, like, smaller businesses, as as little as it might be. Um, but... It's really difficult because sometimes you just want a Big Mac. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I've been, I've been wanting to go to Pluggers this whole weekend. I thought about it, and I got invited to go twice. <laughs> and I was like, 
There's nothing to watch, though. I mean, like, there's, <laughs> you're going to sit no down. Sports. Yeah, you're going to sit down, and you're going to talk about well, – there's no sports that's going on, so you, you're going to have nothing to talk about. I think uh, yesterday I was uh, – because I just recently got a, a TV service, and um, I was looking through their programming, dude, uh, to their through their sports programming, and they were, like, replaying nothing but, like, yeah. old um, games. And I was like, that's weird. Which I'm pretty sure people who are fans of whatever sport it is and you know like those uh, like those games they'll be like yeah like I watch I'll sit down and and watch uh, whatever amount of time you know but I really thought like that's kind of weird who sits down and and watches an old game from 2005 you can't get excited because you already know the outcome yeah unless you like pre-recorded and then just watch the the parts that you're interested in you want to watch yeah. Yeah, no, I decided not to go out to Pluckers. Um, still too soon, bro. Like, it is. Like, you can't say that you've been around it if you never experienced or been tested positive for it. Yeah. So really, it's still it's still something to me that's up in the air about. Um, not that I don't trust. It's just that I don't trust it. Well, I don't trust what I believe. I don't trust people. I don't, like... It's just... Some people out there... They're just not, like, caring about it. And that, for me, I'm kind of like... Uh, like, I've been asked to, if I wanted to go do certain things, and I'm like, well, who's going to be there? And you know, then they then they tell me, oh, well, this, this, and this, and I'm like, I seen their stories on Instagram. They're yeah. around to everybody, yeah, everyone. So I'm kind of like, I'd rather not, yeah, you know. And and I'm not trying to be a jerk or you know a dick or anything, but I'm just like, I'd rather not. Like clearly, if they're not taking it serious for their own health, they're not going to care for mine or for anything, you know. They're probably going to have that mentality of, like, oh, this whole thing is just blown out over proportion. And I'm kind of like, but it's not. And that bothers me. Yeah. I still believe it's a hoax. Um, <laughs> like, just because I still haven't seen anybody w- with the disease. But it's one of those things that if it is true, and if you didn't take the precautions that you were supposed to, then who the only one to blame is really you. Yeah. So I mean I'm gonna continue to stay away from some public places and try to quarantine. Try because I mean I still go out. Uh, I want to say the only thing that I do that is like social. Well, it's like I go to the lake. Okay. Are lakes open again? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I go to the lake and I go fishing. But I mean it's just me. And my friend. Um, or it's me and my lady. Or, you know, like, it's people that I know is being safe. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it's, I'm not going out there and partying with thousands of people. Like, even though last yeah, time yeah. that I went to the lake, dude, every bay was open. Like, I mean, every bay, yeah. every bay had somebody there. Like, okay. people are, are starting to go out. Yeah. But they were not, I mean, before you would see everybody swimming together yeah. and people going over to different you know like tables now everybody's just like it's like anti-social 
world that we are yeah. entering uh, in some places. I kind of like the way that you think, though. Like, You're like, I still think it's a hoax, but you're still taking a certain amount of it serious. And I think that, I think that like shows um, a little bit like respect towards other people. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of people that don't give a crap about other people and yeah, just whatever you know. That's and yeah, but that's hard to find nowadays, especially with this whole thing. It's it's just that people are so well. And this is something that I read, and then I didn't only read it. Like I, I started listening to some uh, podcast, and I heard it again. People hold on to the past, not because it's good, not because it's something that that was good for them, but it's because it was something that they were used to. Yeah. So they want to go back to going out. Like if you see a lot of people's stories, bro, they're posting stuff from years ago when they were at the clubs. Yeah, I've seen a lot of people posting, like, travel pictures. Yeah. Stuff like that. I'm like, dude, right now, enjoy the moment. Enjoy the moment that you're in right now. Like, live the life that you're given right now. I mean, you you might, you might have always said, I don't have time to catch up with my parents. I don't have time to uh, do something different with my spouse or with my kids. Dude, right now you're giving all the time in the world, and you're meditating about your last trip or your last club nights or your last party nights come on yeah that's kind of that's kind of sad that your highlights aren't uh your family or your significant other or whatever maybe it's it's those social events like they might be cool and whatever but i feel like those are just fleeting moments you know I get a lot of people live for those moments, though. A lot of people try to find that next high, that next thrill that they can seek. You know, I'm not gonna lie. I I did live that. I did. I did live for the weekend. But this was when I was like in college. Like, I mean, cause I was immature. I'm not saying people now. <laughs> I'm not calling people immature. No, yeah. but at that time of my life. That was that was the weekend. I mean, I also, I mean, I want to say I've always been a family person because I've always been with my family. I'm real, real, real close with my family, but I, I love to party. Uh, but now, especially going through this, I value the little things way more. No, oh, yeah, I've always been, I've always been a little bit antisocial. Um. But I think that's just like the way that I grew up. I've been, even though I'm not a single child, I kind of grew up as a single child. So me not surrounding myself with like other people or being around a large group of people, like I really don't like miss it or really don't crave it. Um, like I really don't have a uh, FOMO. Mm-hmm. Like I, if I miss out on something. Like, for a little small instant, I'll be like, oh, damn. And then I'll be like, oh, well. Yeah. Like, it's very fleeting for me, like, to feel left out about something. Um, Even though, like, a small period of time, I kind of felt that. But I was like, that's kind of dumb if I feel like that, though. Because if I wasn't there, I wasn't there. And there's nothing I could change about that, you know? Yeah. But I feel like a lot of people are... 
they feel like they're missing out on life right now, which is kind of dumb. Like, there's... What are you missing out on? I mean, when this whole thing, you know, has died down, they're still going to be there. Yeah, the Spanish flu lasted two years. There you go. And we're, we're not promised, or, I mean, we don't know if there's going to be a vaccine anytime soon. Yeah. Uh, the estimate time that they gave was like a year to a year and a half. And that's estimated it's quick that's estimated time that's yeah. not that's not for sure certain and what if they give out the vaccine and then a year later it doesn't work or it comes back and right now did you hear well that's whoa. did you hear about the okay because this is my next question is gonna like throw us off to another thing okay so go say what you were gonna say well uh going off of like it not working um so Luckily, you know, that there's been so many cases and they can take so many, um, what is it, uh, not tests, but samples of uh, the the virus or anything. The virus itself doesn't mutate a lot. There's been a couple of mutations here and there uh, from uh, different parts of the world, but the, but the virus itself isn't mutating like the flu does. The flu mutates constantly. That's why you always have the seasonal shots for the flu. Right, but what they what they have discovered with the with the COVID is that it doesn't it's not changing a lot, and when it has changed, it's not like a huge variation of it. So for like a vaccine uh, to work, it would actually have a good um, a rate. That's why the um, the company oh my god uh, Moderna they're one of the guys that are having a little bit more success on uh, the trials that they're having right now. Um, like that's why they're having success because the the vaccine has uh, has actually like kind of sustained its a uh, percentage of um, what is it called? Uh, ah, it's a medical term. I can't remember. But like when you get um, antibodies, mm, yeah. it create uh, the percentage of antibodies that it creates in your body. It are actually good enough for it to cover you. So for me, it let's say like a year from now another wave comes of it it'll be slightly different but i think um the the vaccines for it would probably probably work and i think that's that's something that's a that's a good thing about this virus that it's not like a volatile virus that can mutate pretty quickly from person to person because when it mutate when it infects someone it goes um so like a virus it's uh, imagine like a little bubble and inside of that bubble there's a uh, set of codes that infects a cell in your body and that's how it mutates itself so when it so let's say i have it and i pass it on to you but when it reaches onto you and it gets into your dna it finds a structure in your dna that's like oh this is actually more convenient and more effective for me to keep on living because mm. the virus what it wants to do is keep on living it's an organism that wants to live and it feeds off of um, your cells so when it finds that um dna it converts it into its rna code and it starts multiplying with a new rna code mm. so when you send it to another another person it's a different um mutation from the one that i gave you right oh. so but luckily this virus really doesn't do that much mm. so like i give it to you it stays the same and probably off let's say you infect 10 other people and those 10 other multiplies and let's say it reaches to 
uh, let's throw out a crazy number, 50,000 people. So the 50,000 case might still have the same like, coronavirus like, yeah. that you did, and it hasn't really mutated. Mm-hmm. And then probably the next person that it gives it to, it mutates. Mm. So that's like that's what they've been seeing. Like, And they're like, that's good. Because that means if we keep advancing these uh, vaccines, we'll have a good chance to find something that really works. And on top of that, there's there's been um, new treatments, mm. uh, rendesivir, which that's pretty awesome that it's working like the way that it's working. It's like lowering people's stay in the hospitals by like 30%. So instead of being in a hospital with a really bad case of uh, of this sickness, so instead of being in there for 11 days, you're in there for, instead of being in there for 15 days, you're in there for 10 or 11 days, which that's a huge, yeah. you know, amount of days. Because then that means you can have more room for people to treat them. Or let's say you're someone that has a, a mild case, not a severe case, a mild case, and you're given remdesivir, you and you've stayed in the hospital, your days and staying in the hospital instead of being eight days, it can be four to five days. Mm-hmm. So for me, like I'm, I'm glad that there's being an investment in, in those types of those type of things but it's still a scary thing to know that it can mutate to something different yeah you know but yeah that's what i have to say well hopefully they get the vaccine out soon because now um well i mean let's say the spanish flu lasted two years let's say this without i mean the thing is we're gonna be in this season for as long as it's gonna last i mean nobody really knows how long it's gonna last uh, the vaccine is is uh, estimated to be here a year to a year and a half from now. Um, I don't think people will stay at home. I believe people no. are going to continue to go to work. If anything, they're going to be like, all right, uh, hand sanitizer as you walk into the place. Uh, wear a mask unless you are eating. Then I guess you will. I mean, mm-hmm. you you can't eat with, with a mask on. Um, but it's crazy. Uh, not only that, but I mean, traffic, dude. Traffic has gotten crazy this weekend, and um, that, that just proves that people do not know how to stay at home. Mm. Um, and not only with this, uh, with the with the virus, but did you hear about those uh, bees from China? Are they from China? Well, did, I know I they're, think com- they're. I know they're coming up. I, I think they're called Asian giant bees or something like that. No, or no, like, no. I heard it. I heard they it have a specific name, but that's that's one of the, the what they call them. I heard they're it like on the two, way home today. Like a two inch uh, hornet, all kind of yeah. like a hornet, and supposedly they're kind of deadly. Yeah. So I was listening to a radio station uh, podcasting, and they were talking about that, and apparently they're like. They're they're a hornet and they're pretty big. Their wings kind of look like they have like fur on them, um, yeah. or like little feathers on them. And supposedly, if like you were to have a beekeeper suit, they can still poke through uh, the beekeeper suit and still sting you. And if you get stung enough, the amount of uh, toxins that uh, so let's say you get stung by like a hive of them. The amount of toxins that goes into your body can be enough to kill you. Yeah, I'm like, yo. So on top of worrying from uh, worrying from Corona, now I gotta worry about these hornets. Out exactly, here. and I'm like, people, if people, people are so desperate to get out and to, you know what, conspiracy? I think the government released them, bro. 
<laughs> if the government didn't release them, it has to be somebody, bro, that wants people to stay at home. And, and from what I heard, that it can was... We, can we say it's God? Look, I want to say everything happens for a reason. Everything. Yeah. And I want to say God is somehow behind everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, God does not like plan bad things to happen to people. Uh, that's that's my faith, but he allows it to happen because it's life. We can't. I mean, God's not gonna give us, you know, bread and butter every day. I mean, he gives us life. Life is life. I mean, yeah. life is good. Life is bad. I mean, our mentality is supposed to keep us, you know, like going. So I just looked up the the, the, the these hornets. The crazy. They're called murder hornets. Yeah, they're they're called murder hornets, and I think they're they are from Asia. Asian murder hornets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It looks. Uh, th- uh, they made their way through um, through the north, so that means they flew like across from like. Uh, damn, that's a long flight though. From like, because you have to cross from like Russia to Alaska, because that's the sh- uh, yeah, that's the smallest I heard, distance. I heard that they found them in Washington. <clears throat> damn, dude, that's ridiculous. So imagine, and I think. Oh, so sorry, but. I think they're saying that they're mostly dangerous right now for um, uh, honeybees or the the, the regular uh, bees because they attack them and they eat them. They eat regular bees. Yeah, dude. So with the whole thing of like people saying you know like bees are in danger, like this isn't good for that. So that's kind of that's kind of scary. Yeah. So I'm like, dude. I I think right now staying at home is the best thing for everybody. Do you? Another thing that I wanted to touch on. I mean, now we have killer bees on the on the like on top of the coronavirus, but we already know how how much staying at home affected people. That you know we're not able to go to work or we're not able to you know missed out on prom, missed out on graduation, missed out on uh, people that were supposed to get married. You know, like they missed out on their wedding. They canceled wedding plans. Yeah, canceled vacations. You know, like. That's, I mean, we get it. Like that sucks, but we're living a world pandemic. Like people need to see the big picture here. Yeah. Like, do you think? Have you ever stopped? Like, like thought that maybe this pandemic saved a lot of people's lives, just like is by just keeping them at home. Uh, definitely. I'm a believer in things happening to prevent things um reason being is i i have a brother who um is currently in jail and i honestly think that he's in there right now to to take his life in a different path than what it could have been yeah um i think he's definitely changed his whole mentality on on a lot of things i think that him being there has made him appreciate like his kids and all that you know and in a way i'm kind of glad he's still in show now that sounds kind of bad um but it's i say that because from the country that he's living in like being out of jail is a more danger to his life than being out yeah like a lot of They're people being in. Yeah, like, like a lot of like a lot of people that were probably going through a super reckless life entering into twenty twenty, 
the, the bars being closed and you having to stay home might have saved your life. It, yeah. People that were depressed and were going to a job that made them want to go home and like get like high on pills or stupid drunk, staying at home, working from home might have saved your life. No, oh, yeah. Kids that were being bullied at school or were not having the best senior year, you know, that were probably thinking about shooting up the school. Not like I'm not. I'm not trying to be funny here. Like this is something that's that I, that I thought about seriously. Like this pandemic not only has it like and i don't think it affected anybody in a, in a big negative way because financially everybody could recover from financially uh uh issues like we could all ever anybody could lose their job at any time but mentally stuff sometimes takes longer to recover from and people that might have been like going through depression or like stuff that they were dealing with at a certain place that they were going to like on everyday things like this pandemic might have saved their life. No, yeah, I, under, I, I see your point on it. And if, if you think of, um, of life in a, in a way of more like, um, uh, destiny kind of view, mm. I think that that perspective makes sense. Um, you know, because sometimes you need a you need a little perspective in your life, and sometimes restraining yourself from doing things that you've always done kind of gives you that uh, that perspective that you need to like reevaluate. And I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people out there that have taken these few days to reevaluate everything. Because let's say you were a person that would drink a lot, and you were in a city that took the quarantine a little bit more serious than others and closed everything down you know and you couldn't go out get you know a beer alcohol whatever it is and you had to sustain from that that probably like changed your life around quite probably a lot healthier right now probably a lot healthier probably in a better state of mind you know or if you were battling with uh depression or you know anything you probably you probably decided to talk to someone you know you're like, you know what? Right now I have all the time. Decided to talk to someone, counselor, you know, whatever, you know, you want to go to talk to. And then the government is making counseling uh, possible for a lot of people right now. Yeah. I think I heard, I heard in a, what was it? I think it was the Breakfast Club that I heard that there's lines for. No, you know what? I think I did hear on the Breakfast Club, but I think I also heard it on, uh, what's the dude's name? Judge uh, the the Dallas uh, guy that he gives out all the COVID. Uh, oh, um, Judge, I know who you're talking about. Judge Jenkins, or yeah, Jenkins. Yeah, he gave out some info for people that are battling with like uh, depression or uh, you know like suicidal thoughts because oh, yeah. of because of the COVID. And maybe you were not having suicidal thoughts, but I mean depression or any other thoughts that you know might have been affecting you. I mean. You were available, like you were, you be you were uh, exposed to cheap or free uh, counseling. Yeah, you know, um, and I think that's a good thing. Uh, I know that during the um, the Great Depression, um, suicide rate actually escalated like pretty crazy. And from what I keep reading, economically, uh, we're starting to get to that point of um, 
like uh, the Great Depression, especially with the amount of people being out of work, the economy being at the level that it is, or the market being at the level that it is. Um, so yeah, like people start, you know, kind of losing their grip in reality. So, you know, as sad as it is, sometimes death seems like that out. And um, I kind of want to say this real quick, especially, you know, for people that are listening. Um, there's more, you know, as much as it, it sucks being living in the, in the world that we're living right now. And it, it, you feel like you're, de- uh, you're st- you're way more distant from everybody. There, there's more, um, you know, uh, there's more to the life that you're living right now. And, you know, just give it some time and don't be afraid to talk to people. Don't be afraid of the vast amounts of resources that are out there for you, you know, for uh, a real quick tip that I, I would give anybody out there practice on learning how to breathe you would be amazed on how your breathing the way that you breathe or some breathing exercises can change your mood in an instant you know so for me like don't be afraid to speak up if you're going through a hard time like that you know I think for me I, that's a little bit sensitive topic uh because i've been in that state of um of depression and stuff like that so you know i when i whenever get the time to like say like hey don't be afraid speak up look for help you know even if it isn't looking for someone else's help and you feel like you can probably go through it i would say try to go through it to a certain extent and reach out always reach out you know don't ever be afraid to be heard uh and I just kind of want to say that just because I've known people and I've seen people and then I've gone through it through myself. So I feel like every time I get that opportunity, I got to tell people like, hey, it'll be better, especially right now. It doesn't seem like it will be, but it will be. I mean, like the Spanish flu, it, yeah. it lasted a couple of couple of years, but it, I wouldn't say it went away, but it's not as... It's not as much as it was before, you know? Yeah, and after the Spanish flu, I mean, we jumped into the, the Roaring Twenties and freaking, I mean, we live in the world that we live in now because of stuff did get better. Yeah. So, okay. Talking about getting better. What do you think are going to be some of the pros that are going to come out of uh, this whole situation that is happening? I want to say pros. People will hopefully, well... No, I believe that people that were mature definitely going to be way more mature. Uh, and then people that were, like, uh, di- like battling with, like, bad habits or stuff, being completely removed from them, dude, that, like, that, that does good for some people. Like, for me, when I was 21, uh, I went on, a, like, a little phase where party life was I, I was out of control my parents moved me out to Georgia a small town not even a thousand people imagine not even a thousand people in the town that I was living in to go stay with my grandparents for a few months bro no friends no parties no clubs no nothing for three months damn bro trust me that made me appreciate life a whole lot more so That's crazy so I think whenever stuff gets removed from you for like a good certain amount of time 
you realize a lot of things. I think right now, it's not um, not only are characters being built right now, but characters are being exposed. So yeah. you're able to see who you are, who the people around you are, and you're able to decide. You know, because I mean, we're still not out from this. We're we're barely getting our toes out, and phase one, uh, probably phase two, will be in like a few weeks. But we still don't know if we're gonna like. Uh, peak and people are gonna get sicker. Uh, supposedly the heat's supposed to, but I don't. I don't want to believe temperature will make a difference. It, it slows down when you have the flu season. It slows mm-hmm. it down and it curves down a little bit. And they're hoping that that does the same right now. Because when you look at it, some of the countries that are kind of experiencing the lower numbers are kind of the countries that are further south right now, which are they're having their. Well, they're going. They're passing by their summer and starting to go into their winter. Mm-hmm. So, if if you know the the models of projection are right, you're going to start seeing more countries further south of the of the equator starting to get uh, more more and more coronaviruses um, cases. Um, but you, then again, who knows? Because mm-hmm. sickness is sickness. Yeah, and I don't think. Um, if someone coughs, coughs near you or, let's say, coughs in your face, I don't think it matters if it's hot or cold outside because mm-hmm. the virus isn't going to die instantaneously when yeah. it hits the, the air. And I know that it has to be out there for a certain amount of time for the sun and the UV to, like, kill it, you know, but there's still going to be cases. It's probably going to diminish slightly-ish, mm-hmm. but who knows? Yeah. Well, hopefully, hopefully it does. The summer does help. Uh, just so we'll have a, I guess, a more productive summer. Uh, yeah. And people, because I know people do need to go out and work. I know people need to go out and, you know, catch up on uh, their finances, their bills. And, I, and the students, I, I feel so bad for college students, bro. That Dude, imagine being a student that comes from like a different country, right? And you come here looking for a better opportunity and you get the ability to go to a college that'll give you, you know, a tuition or what a grant or whatever to be able to go uh, study in that school. And then all of a sudden you get told you got to go back home. That has to suck, you know, and then going and then possibly going to a country where the virus is actually worse than than here in the u.s which it's kind of hard to say that it'll be worse than the u.s right now because we're kind of like the worst yeah (laughs) but i don't think anybody's gonna be the worst and worst yeah if we're number one at one thing we're probably number one at being bad yeah um (laughs) but you know i feel i feel i feel for all those people man like losing your job and then feeling like the government isn't still backing you up some people still haven't gotten their stimulus checks. Mm-hmm. Some people are having a hard time for unemployment. Some people are having a hard time and still finding stuff at stores, you know, which here, here it's kind of, if you go to the stores now, you'll find a little bit more things. I kind of started noticing that like for like a month ago, mm-hmm. I went to the store and then I noticed all the, the bread shelves mm-hmm. uh, stocked and as dumb as it was, dude. It kind of gave me some hope. Yeah, <laughs> I saw I saw the shelf full of bread, and I was like, uh, "We're getting better." Yeah. Like it was so stupid. Imagine, it was so small. Imagine the people that 
were were like left out uh left without toilet paper for like a week dude i think uh so there's an albertson's right down the street i think if i were to still go into the aisles for toilet paper there's still nothing dang i don't know why i don't know why they're having such a hard time to stock up with toilet paper but when i go like into a dollar store or like anywhere like that they always have everything i don't know i don't know what's uh what's so difficult with your supply damn that sucks hopefully everything reopening up right now hopefully people i i hope that their desire to like go out kind of starts diminishing a little bit like you know like when you have an itch and you want to scratch it yeah i hope you know this is an itch that people want to scratch and once they scratch it you know they can be like okay now i can i can settle down a little bit you yeah. know but yeah, yeah. Um, you know how i feel about this corona face I feel like this was Mother Earth telling us to wash our hands. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Dude, like, I hope that af- after, like, we pass, hopefully we, we, we do pass phase one uh, successfully, and we're able to, you know, go into phase two and then phase three where we'll be able to go, you know, without wearing a mask or, you know, well, I don't know if, well, hopefully, I mean, we, we know that the numbers are contained, and I guess we know that it's not, the what's that what's that word uh whenever you're sick and then Woo. recover no. no what when you're sick and what uh. <laughs> um when you're sick and oh the the con- the con- the being contagious okay uh, uh, it's not an issue anymore hopefully uh, we'll be able to go out and not be afraid of somebody giving us a disease or you being contagious and giving to somebody no yeah uh, so hopefully uh, after phase one you know the, the economy gets to get better people get to do what they gotta do uh, and I'm, I'm I'm hoping the economy gets better I'm hoping that I mean, it's 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 supposed it to. to. It, it has, has to. to. It has no matter to. what, it'll be dumb if it doesn't. I mean, regardless of who lives and who dies, it has to get. Back. I feel like the U.S. has so many opportunities for us to make money that it'll be dumb for you to be to be to be honest. It's dumb to be broke in the U.S. Like yeah. there's so much, so many ways for you to make money that you don't even have to have like a career nowadays. Like you could just decide to do something. TikTok. Bro, I, I still have not downloaded that app. Um, I'm a, you know what I'm gonna try to do? I'm gonna try to get TikTok into every episode that we do, dude. <laughs> dude, there's so much money everywhere. YouTubers, IG models, freaking uh, uh, Snapchat, uh, wolf, uh, famous people. I like how you refuse to say TikTokers. And now, I mean, you have TikTokers. I'm pretty sure you're gonna. Thank have, you. I'm pretty sure there's gonna be a new app pretty soon, and. It's gonna, and it's gonna make people famous and they're gonna get rich i mean there's so many ways in yeah. america that we could make money that you know like okay you're not i mean if social distancing goes on further to like another year like to the rest of the year or another year after that i'm pretty sure america will find a way to make money without having to be social no yeah um um i have a cousin and she started up her own like little mass business mm-hmm. dude and she already came up like with a whole name and everything and she's she's um 
she's busting her own little hustle, dude. And I've seen a lot of people doing that. Like right now, it's a good opportunity to start that. It is kind of, it might be like a scary time to want to say, hey, I want to start a business, especially during this whole Corona thing. But I think the people that have, and excuse my my phrase of this, but the people that have the balls to say, you know what, I'm going to start a business right now. Like, I, I wish you the complete best in everything you do. And, you know, and I hope you succeed. Because the people that say, I want to start something like that right now, are sometimes the ones that achieve mm-hmm. a lot, you know, especially whatever it is, you know, in, 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 our, in our society, if it's a app, if it's programming, if it's uh, movies, stories, music, you know, if, if you're one of the people that says, you know what, I'm, I'm going to go for it, I'm going to shoot, I'm going to shoot, for, they tell me to shoot for the stars and I'm going to shoot for the stars right now, you know, right now, as clear as the skies are because we're not flying so much and blah 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 dude it feels amazing outside dude there's been some really good days yeah uh recently it's up to date i feel like today's been kind of like muggy and hot yeah today's been like but it's been humidly hot yeah but i mean it's but the skies have been cleared yeah that's what i was like it's been windier than usual fresh air is a lot better now i think that did uh this uh yeah i think this quarantine did everybody some good and uh, yeah, so like you've said, man, I think that this quarantine it it's been having its pros and cons, and I hope a lot of people have had more pros and than cons in in their life, you know. And you know, for I for me, I think a pro has been being able to spend time with my family, being able to do this. Um, this is uh, something that I, I've been enjoying, and and the response from people from uh, that i've known that are like hey when are you dropping the next episode you know like i'm i'm excited and i'm i'm stoked about doing this you know and then you having your own podcast and everything you're, you're taking your own opportunities and doing this you might as well just start a your own podcast network from all the podcasts you got dude you I'm got th- radio you got oh uh, you got I'm, yours i'm thinking about it bro dude it'll be fun shoot yeah. sign me up I, I don't i'll be a engineer producer whatever uh, but yeah, this uh, this has been another episode of uh, of a uh, life is raw, man. Yeah, what you got to say to the people right now? People, continue to wash your hands, please. And if you're out there driving, please do not crash into me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, this has been an episode of life is raw. Deuce.